This is CliffCentral.com. It is the Youth Leadership Platform with Bongani Tao. Follow the conversation at Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook, YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram, at Simply Bongani across all social media platforms. We are switching things up. It is time for SA Fashion Week again. And I've got three very lovely designers that have come in. With their assistance, okay, that's that makes up the uh, the the rounded number, rounded figure. <laughs> um, from from design houses, Watermelon and Buy Apparel, respectively. They're going to be showcasing at the South African Fashion Week. Young, very vibrant, very talented and creative individuals. We're going to tap into creativity, the state of fashion in South Africa, and possibly touch on the aesthetic of genderless fashion and you know where where we going with with Africa tour and and just design within the South African African and international uh, landscape without any further ado I would love to introduce my guest to you and that is Shay and Kaya it's Tembiso. It's Tembiso, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Um, thanks for, for chilling with us in studio. And the fellow team members from, please introduce yourselves. Um, okay. I'm Kaya, um, aka Coach Kaya. Uh, I'm the brand director of the Watermelon Social Club. Awesome. Hi, I'm Shala. I'm everybody's favorite auntie. And. I handle visual content and I curate online representation for Watermelon Social Club. Awesome. Hi, Shadeen. Um, I actually am the only one here from Biparel. I am the designer and creative director of the whole platform. And yeah, so that's pretty much me. And I am Stimbi Sumkunu. I am the creative director for the Watermelon Social Club. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about um, education fashion education um, at that do you think that uh, we are doing enough within the space to to equip designers to be the kind of people that can be competent and that can be able to handle the the industry because there's there's so many facets to being a fashion designer i think a lot of people think that you just produce garments and then you're done get them on the runway and then people just buy and then the business just booms but yeah. there's a lot that goes into it that yeah. that that people don't like. For instance, Kai, you're the creative. What well, what is a creative director of of of, of um, the design house? So Stay's the creative director. Okay. So he all the designs, like the final decision making, and like the he oversees the process. Sure. Um, and what I do, um, my job basically as a brand director is to make sure that Stay's visions and goals for the brand are achievable, and achievable in such a way that we can monitor our growth. And just do really like just brand activities that will just only my, my, my job is to water the plant. Okay. Basically, basically. And it's like you said about the whole education thing. Sure. Um, uh, the nice thing about fashion is that it's, it's, it's a, it's a learning process all the time. Like you never get to a point in fashion where you feel like you know everything. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great challenge. Hmm. Being being a creative director, stay. What 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 is your role? Well, basically, my role is 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 basically like finding the the, the way to grow the brand. So basically, where we go in creative wise, and 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 like a specific time or specific specific year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shay. 
Um, well, for me, mine is yeah. to oversee the, basically the same thing that Stay does, uh, to oversee the brand and actually to design the garments and whatever graphics go on. And then I have my guys who actually touch up things for me depending on like what area it is. Um, in terms of like the education with fashion, I think, um, Varsity prepares you like quite well. Okay. And, um, as I said, that it's always a learning curve, no matter what it is in in fashion, because I also feel like as a designer, you need to know everything. As much as you designing the clothes, you need to know a little bit, little bit about um, business, about PR, about um, about graphics and everything. I mm-hmm. just feel like it's it's a lot you have to learn. You just got to be a very whole rounded designer. Mm. What about your your role within um, the watermelon? What what goes into what you do every single day to make sure that the brand um, gets out there, you know, and 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 becomes profitable uh, profitable in 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 future. Well, I'm I'm a visual artist um, by profession, but um, so I have to put all of that into into creating content from our brand, and I need to make sure that um, I make sure that our market receives it in a way that we want to represent ourselves and it's well represented and we reach the markets that we're trying to reach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what, are, what are some of the trends visually or some of the things really that you've tried out that work well with, with, with the market from, in, from a digital point of view? Because you look at different Instagram accounts, different YouTube accounts and different just social media accounts in general of different designers and devi- uh, design houses They've got a certain aesthetic to them that appeals to their market. But with, with you specifically, what are some of the things that, that, that you've incorporated that work well with the market that you're trying to reach? Well, our, our influences are everything indigenous, everything that comes from here. We make it for here. We make it for the people here. So everything, all of our influences. So that works into our visuals and everything is raw. Everything is very honest. Um, we put, a lot of imagery um, influences from where we started from, which is from Mlazi, basically. And yeah, we, well, <laughs> do you, <laughs> I have to explain why we called the Watermelon Social Club. Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, Watermelon are indigenously, like they belong to SA, and that's kind of how we represent ourselves. It's everything that we are, and it's for us and mm. by us. and <laughs> yeah. Do you think so? So to everyone now, we have a sufficient understanding of the business of fashion, because there's a lot of designers, even great designers, that have done amazing things internationally, that are still struggling. They're still not profitable. Yeah. They're still not beating their overhead. Some of them are getting kicked out, and we're not going to get into that. But do we do we have a sufficient understanding of the business side of fashion? Do you think? I feel like. Fashion generally is um, a risk. Okay. Like you can never be sure what people want. Like people change. Like basically every minute, one minute they like you, the next they they don't. You, I mean, it takes a certain person who understands people very well to be able to thrive for a very long time in fashion. Hmm. Yeah. I agree with that, but I would also just say that um, going back to the education part of it, I think a lot of designers don't under- necessarily understand the market per se. Like a lot of people want to design what they like, not oh, necessarily okay. looking at what the people like. Sure. So I feel like as a good designer, you got to have that balance of um, 
putting your uniqueness into it, but at the same time, you got to meet what your target wants. Mm. And as well as you got to understand that um, in terms of capital, can your business afford to do this? I think sure. if you have all three of those in one um, balance, then you'd actually be able to see profit in your brand. Hmm. Let, let's let's talk a bit about. Oh, do you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just sure. I just wanted to add to that, um, and it's something that a lot of South African creatives have struggled with for the longest time. Um, I did visual arts in high school, and what I picked up from that is that um, creating something is a very personal process, and we sometimes as creatives get so invested into this 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 process that we forget to look from the outside in. Oh, okay, you understand what I'm saying? Sure, and. In terms of the business, um, business, you have to have an overview of everything, basically. And if you're so attached to what you're doing to a point where you're no longer catering for the people you have targeted, mm -hmm. that's where we struggle as creatives. Um, I think in South Africa, we're in a space where we're becoming more aware of the business side of things. Because for the longest time in South Africa, there's been sort of a misunderstanding between corporates and, 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 and creatives because we think differently. And as time goes on and we look at our own, like our own influences, like your, your Kim Jones, your Virgil Abloh, these are incredibly talented dudes, but they needed to understand the business mm -hmm. in order to grow creatively and from a business perspective as well. You, you've been showing now, all of you, at, at SA Fashion Week for, for a couple of seasons now. Yeah. What are some of the back end, um, roles, um, do you have, like, for instance, finance and, and different things that you could attribute the success of your brands and the longevity of it to this point that you're going to be showcasing again? Yeah. What, 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 what back end, um, responsibilities and, and roles? Um, for me, Building up to SA Fashion Week, so like I said, my job is to solely make sure that his visions and goals come to life. Sure. Um, that includes the, 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 the photo shoots, the, 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 the promo stuff prior to the show. So photographer so that, somewhere there. Yeah, yeah. So that people know, um, where we're going. Um, I also handle like getting like the shoes and like on the day, just making sure that the models understand what we want. Getting from them. shoes from brands. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, called, okay. it's called, um, it's called sourcing oh, and, okay. and, and, and getting stuff on APRO. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Getting stuff on APRO, I think, is an old term. So now we just use sourcing. Um, cause it's very, it's not very ethical to like buy shoes for every fashion show. Cause I mean, the models we do get from SA Fashion, they provide the models. And if you're going to buy shoes for people that are just going to walk on the runway once, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, you it just doesn't make any sense. And then nothing, yeah. we're going to have like a whole warehouse full of like stuff that we don't necessarily need. Sure. So that's my also, job. So you collaborate yeah. with certain yeah. brands. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. What are some of the other roles that are behind the scenes that, you know, make the brand successful? Um, I don't think a lot of the time people kind of underestimate it because they think that, you know, we're going to SA Fashion Week and they see us at SA Fashion Week. They don't necessarily see us building up to it. And yes, it yes. is a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, the thing is, like, you always got to start off with your capital. I mean, if you don't know where your money is going to go to, you're going to end up, like, really messing around with yourself at the end. Um, I think, like, the roles that I would have to play is um, people underestimate garments per se because they don't know how much work actually goes into it um, 
So like sourcing fabrics and getting the right people to sew for you and doing the patterns correctly. Because if these garments don't end up looking great on the runway, then like what was the point of it all? And then it's not only that from a garment perspective. It's about social media and getting it out there that you're yeah. going to be there. And then it's also, um, like you said, sourcing. So collaborating with people. you got to go and find people to actually join you in it. Like even if, if it's with um, accessories, shoes, Oh, the works, but um, <laughs> it's just yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think building up to it has just put us under a lot of pressure at the same time. But um, I don't think people like they underestimate all of the work that it goes into it. It's just a lot of things. Hmm. Yeah. What are some of the trends that influenced your your collections that uh, are going to be coming up in 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 this this during the course of this week? So basically with my collection, well, basically with the brand, what I try to look into is basically home. So I basically look at, at what's going on in, in, in South Africa, not in clothing wise, but, uh, how people are behaving. Oh, okay. With, with they, what, what are they listening to? Which spaces are they hanging out in? What are they eating and stuff? So right now, the trends that I'm looking into, like this, there's this one trend that I've always like, liked with, with like the reflectors. Because oh, okay. Reflectors is something that sh- when you're walking down the streets of Johannesburg, you'll see a reflector probably like 10 times, whether it's a traffic cop. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a car guard. Car guard yeah. yeah, yeah. But um the one thing that I looked into was was gang gang. So basically this this term came from like American trap music. Mm. But then if you look at the the content of, of the word gang gang, it's it's basically like when you think gang you think like gang violence, sure, you know sure. like Violent stuff sure. But then When you think about it It's it's also about love It's also about loyalty Because When you have a gang It's it's something deeper Than that Like with, with our youth right now Everyone is about a gang Yeah So it's It's, it's about Love and loyalty What's a million? <laughs> <laughs> okay So um, With By Peril This season um, The collection is called We're Running And it actually focuses On people With a certain drive The people who Stay up late at night To complete things The people who Sacrifice a lot To get where they want to be And they have a direction It's basically about Running towards your dream Without stopping And um, Around that focus What I actually did Was I did an experiment Where I took a run As heartbeat like the process of them running for eight minutes Mm -hmm. and i took that beat and incorporated it into my designs using um pleats and tucks so you'd actually see on the garments the rhythm of a heartbeat and um yeah so that's what i like put into my collection and then like for example my colors would be um my base color is white and i have red and navy in it so um as the collection goes like um from the first look to the eighth look, you can actually see that build up of a heartbeat. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot, a lot goes into it, bro. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's a lot of theory. People mm-hmm. don't understand the research that we do, yeah. actually. It's not just putting comments out there. Yeah. Every yeah. collection has to be you sending a message yeah. because if it's not you sending a message, then what are you doing? It's it's, it's basically an art form. Sure. Like yeah. It's a way to another, tell our story. Another aspect of... of of what goes into this is is research outside of ourselves is is we need to understand we know that we're artists but we need to understand that we're artists of the time and we can't completely contest the time we need to understand everything that is going on socially politically and we need to move because everything is moving so dynamic just like the fashion industry and Mm -hmm. we need to find some type of 
point where we break even and we understand each other and we're moving forward together mm-hmm. as one basically. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and just, just to finish off, um, as well from a brand perspective, um, it's important that your brand is, 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 it tells a story to your audience that, and, and it has to be a story that resonates with them and the current times or the current struggles or the current joys or whatever they're going through. You understand what I'm saying? And in terms of longevity, that helps the brand a lot because it establishes, um, a brand story that is foolproof. And also, it also establishes brand loyalty because people will look at Bipyral, people will look at the Waterman and Social Club as brands that they can connect to. Sure. And that's where you really capture the market. Um, and that's where you, 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 you start looking at things that like the longevity of the brand. Cause in South Africa, the problem is there's, there's, there's a lot of people who want to do like, um, clothing. Um, but it's just like for the now, like, cause it's the trendy thing to do. You understand what I'm saying? And we don't really look at, how, how is, uh, is your brand still going to be here five years, five from, years now? from now? Yeah. Is it still going to be here 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's the, it's the, it's the forward thinking that we impart in like all the facets of everything that we do from the research, just looking at influences or just like sometimes going to a party, not even to participate, but just to like, just look around and look at mm-hmm. the scenery. Mm-hmm. It's very important to the brand. Do you, do you think we, we had a, we had a point in time where we can actually Blur the gender line and, and actually start creating unisex clothing and, and what do you see in future for that? Um, I think the lines are slowly but surely becoming blurred sure. because I think around five, six years ago we started seeing, you know, women wearing guys clothes and, you know, there's some women pieces that I, I know a couple of dudes that have some, some women's wear. Um, and it, you wouldn't tell, like, you know, I, I remember bumping into one dude and he had a really, really, really nice pair of jeans on. I was like, dude, where'd you get these jeans? He's like, Hey man, I got them at you <laughs> know, ladies a, wear, a, a ladies wear clothing store. store. And sure. I was like, what are you for real? You know what I mean? And that, 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 that start process started, it, it, it started growing where people, you started even on Instagram, like, um, your, 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 your people that we look up to on Instagram, like they wearing a lot of gender neutral stuff, like, your bomber jackets are not just for women. I mean, your bomber jackets are not just not just for guys, but they're for women as well. And like, you just know, staple items in the wardrobe. Hmm. It, the lines have become slowly but surely like blurred. Hmm. Um, for me, I think gender genderless clothing is uh, something I feel really passionate about because, uh, for example, me and Stay, Watermelon Sunshine Club, and Bipyral are aiming towards that because we want to make people feel involved in our clothing. It doesn't matter what gender you come from. So you'll see a lot of our stuff are gender neutral. And I also think like the day and age we live in now, it's becoming a norm. It's becoming so acceptable for people to just dress how they want. Specifically for me, like I would, uh, most of my clothes, I'm not going to lie, are probably from the guy side, but it's only because (laughs) I really like it. And I thought, you know what, Um, why am I trying to always like, divide the two instead of just making it one so you'd see especially in this new range i'm doing it's hard to actually define whether it's men's or ladies because it's mm. something that involves everybody sure and um that's really what i think a lot of people are aiming towards and i feel like as a designer you got to stick with the you got to stick with what people are currently doing and you'll actually see in the next couple of years this division of male and female clothing is going to become completely irrelevant because people are we so ex- Especially like the millenniums are 
more acceptance to the fact that people are just people, no matter who you are. So yeah. why not just dress how you feel like dressing? Just express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it style as an expression of your personality? That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's been one of the most important characteristics of the Watermelon Social Club is inclusivity. It does not exclude any type of person, sure. whether what size they are, whether what they prefer, how to dress. It just gives you room to express yourself freely. It's because when we shoot, we could literally use any model we yeah. can use and we make sure that we keep yeah. that that way mm. we don't want to mm. yeah. we want to blur these lines that's that's our goal and mm. also and also with like the watermelon social club i think when we look at our garments we we see our garments as tools for the individual that's going to wear them uh, to promote their self-expression you know so clothing is our tools for self self-expression and the more self-expression is added into the conversation of like your everyday wear and what people are wearing, the more you stop thinking about that's a lady's jacket or that's a guy's pants. So it's more about personality. What it's, kind it's, of personality? It's personality. One hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. What are some of the trends? We're going to go around the table now because of time. Um, what are some of the trends that you wish could come back? I'm a big tracksuit fan. <laughs> Tracksuits. Um, track I mean, they've kind of tried making a comeback now, but okay. like, like the real, real, real tracksuits. Like, I know there was like some OG Lacoste stuff that I used to see my uncles wear, and like the full Kangol, like the velour tracksuits. Sure. I really like velour tracksuits, and we're and we're approaching winter now, so that's that's important to me. That's your one thing. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he just spoke for me. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that I make a lot of tracksuits, like. Okay. Everything has to, like a lot of things have like our two piece stuff. So tracksuit because I feel like when I was growing up with my uncles and stuff, they used to wear a lot of tracksuits and I'm a spoiler, your Nike spoilers and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it kind of influenced me a lot. Ah, see. Um, for me, I don't know if this is necessarily a trend that I want to come back, but the thing that I really wish would come back into fashion is the quality of clothing. Oh, okay. Say because like I feel like everyone can dress how they want. I'm not like. Some trends, some people like, some people don't. It doesn't matter for me. But I feel like the one thing that the fashion industry is missing is quality in their garments. Mm. So I feel like that you could have seen like way back then. I think probably like in the 1900s, quality in clothing was like the main thing. Like it was everything. Some stuff were even like hand stitched. And the thing is, no one cares about the quality of clothing anymore. It's more the fast fashion. What I can Uh, get now, what's in like... Next week I could be wearing something completely different And I think for me the one thing I would really love To return into fashion is the quality of garments Something that's going to sustain for a really long time <laughs> Well um, Personally I, I grew up I grew up in the church So I kept seeing um, Formal clothing and I really loved it But the old school type of formal clothing Those oversized suits And you know the berets And the long church Dresses, and I really love that, and I and I feel like there is a way to reinvent it and completely merge it with street style, and I think it looks really, really interesting. It could be, could be something. But I'm 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 excited. Perhaps you you can take it upon yourselves to, to bring these stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on it. yeah. I think we 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 need to have more conversations like this and discuss things like. Fast fashion versus craftsmanship and yeah. the, the quality yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, fast and fashion is killing the planet, man. Like, synthetic products are killing the Sustainability like, as yeah. well. Yeah. Sheesh. 
Thank you, thank you for, for, for coming and chilling with us at uh, the Youth Leadership Platform. We appreciate uh, your presence. We're looking forward fabulous. to seeing your collections um, at, at SA Fashion Week. So you, you guys must wow us. We're looking forward to see the heartbeats on the different um, Lorna that we will be coming on board. We're looking forward to see what Watermelon is going to represent South Africa as since it's the whole design aesthetic is about home. Yeah. Uniquely home. That was Youth Leadership Platform with um, water, um, designers and co-workers from respectively Watermelon Club and the Buy Apparel uh, leading up to the SA Fashion Week. From myself, Monganita, on the Youth Leadership Platform, we will see you in the next episode. Share the podcast. Um, download the podcast. Tell us what you want to hear next. Um, give us suggestion. Tell us what's not working for you. But do that through our social media platform, and that is at Simply Bongani across all social media. This is CliffCentral.com.